Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. I'm not exactly sure when was the last time I put out a pod- podcast, but I feel like oh, I feel like I'll stop. I'll get back to posting. And I don't like. I'd like to talk about some stuff today. In particular, what a toxic family does to you. So, um, you know what? You know what? I'm there's no There's no longer a point in in blaming, in blaming anyone else. So, I've I've, I've taken it upon myself to to accept every single responsibility that That up, that up till this point in my life, I am the only person to blame. For everything, for everything that I've done in my, in my life, but... She does not want to do anything with me. I I've made a very big mistake of not going into therapy after twenty twenty and that has caused me to lose a very important lesson in my life. After what had happened in 2020, 
Girl that always aged her and trained her. She knew some. We were, we were, we met online on Long Island Bridge with Amy Did Elspeta. We met online. And we started talking around June in 2020. And my history is that I don't have any friends. It's very hard for me to make any friends because and whoever comes into my life, I just assume that they're gonna leave anyways. I am 22 and this has been the case for 100% of, of my life. So. I, at that at that point, I was twenty years old, and I really did not have any friends. So we we somehow met on the internet and started talking, and she gave me signs that she was interested in me, and she complimented stuff about me that I was really insecure about, and I that's all that it took for me to fall in love with her. Her personality was great. She was really pretty, and she was every she was everything that a person could ask for. So everything was going well up till um, up till late of twenty twenty, when the businesses that I was starting they were not making any money, and I was not making any money and. I felt like a burden at home, and every time I would hear my family say something really bad, like it would take um, it would it would affect my mental state so much that at some that at one point it was way too much to bear, and I just wanted to end everything. So I wrote a suicide letter. And attached it to a Google link and I put it in the bio and and the motive behind that was that that we are all human beings and nobody should be treated like this in terms of like looking down on someone or just like just not just not seeing anyone else as a human being. I was so weak in that point of life that I just could not do anything. I hold myself. So I wanted to kill myself. And my best friend, she read the letter and she contacted my aunt. And that's how my aunt came to know. And then they came. They came to where I was. And by the time I I got back my phone on that specific day that I was going to kill myself, I tried to reach back to the like I, I messaged there were so many messages from the girl that I was seeing at the time and my heart sank when I saw that when I saw that she had blocked me so I tried contacting her so many times and finally when she replied she said I do not want to do anything with you because you have blamed me for your suicide and in fact 
it is all a big miscommunication. I did not blame her for anything. I was, I did keep an open communication, but I just did not want to, I just did not want to be a burden on her as well by dumping my emotional trauma and baggage. So for two years straight, 2021 and 2022, I was still going back to this girl, trying to explain to her that it was, <coughs> that, that it was all a misunderstanding and that I would want her back in my life. And I would be lying if I, if I said I was not desperate. I was so desperate to be in love and to be, to just be appreciated by someone because I was so alone. There's not, there's not a single contact on my phone that I can text right now and ask if they want to hang out because everyone, it's, it's not like that I do not know people. But I do know people, but they are not my friends. I, I do not know what I need to walk to be in this dangerous life where I'm such a fucking loser. Just last year, the void that she left me, I was trying to fill the void, and I'm not an amazing person. And honestly, I, I, I did not take any of it seriously. And by the time I realized that she had, by the time I realized that she was serious all along, I had fucked up. Because I was trying to find something that would make me feel alive, and that's such a it's it, that is such a corny thing to say, especially when especially when I did wrong. I just wanted to feel something, and the moment of realization came when I found out when I was told by her that um, her parents are, and her, um, I think her mom in particular knows about me because at that point in time everything changed. I started, I started acting differently. I became a different person towards her as well because in my mind I, I have never met someone who would introduce me to their parents let alone let, let alone any friends that I had in the previously and she had did that and prior to that I did not take the relationship seriously, and that 
songs and it's because of how it feel in my body and I do not know that it would be that serious and today I got clarification like I have all of the clarity and now hours later it's starting to hit me like bricks that you have man fucked up not only did I lose a very special person but I also hurt her feelings like I cannot be doing this anymore I cannot be hurting her anymore I miss her so much lost and by the time it's too late she was amazing she had accepted me for who I was for everything that I did she's and I cannot accept that I'm trying is gone. It's it won't be the same anymore. Nothing else to say, but but to take therapy. That's all, because I wouldn't want this to be anyone else in my situation, because this is not fun, and breaks you down so bad that you have no idea what. 
This is the last podcast. I don't want to do this anymore. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.